friends. Did you make a New Year's resolution this year? How's it going so far? January feels like a fresh start. There's a lot of energy in these first few weeks of the year around self-improvement. People make all sorts of commitments to become a better version of themselves. But did you know that 92% of New Year's resolutions fail? In fact, research shows that 23% of people quit their resolution by the end of the first week and almost half quit by the end of January. I'm all for setting intentions and trying to live into them, but it seems like New Year's resolutions are not very effective. So this year, I'm going to try something else to give shape to my year, and I want you to try it with me. Today, we're talking about intention words. This is my first time doing it, and I think you should come along for the ride. I'm Katherine Sycamore-Wadsworth, and this is You Gotta Try This. Let's get started. So I'm really excited to have a guest here today with me who I have known longer than most people. Ruth is my only friend left from high school, and I'm just thrilled (laughs) that she's here. So this is Ruth Jones. Welcome to You Gotta Try This. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, As Catherine stated, I know her from high school. Um, I stayed in Michigan, which is where I live now with my husband and my son. I am employed as a social worker. I work in the child welfare system. Um, I have kind of a specialized view of trauma in the child welfare system. And that has helped Mm -hmm. me to kind of apply that trauma lens to everything else that I see. So that's kind of Mm -hmm. my view of the world. Yeah. A lot of heaviness in your work life. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. What brings you some light in your regular day-to-day life? Um, Knowing that I am providing a safe and healthy home for my own child. Mm -hmm. It's kind of repairs some of those ruptures that I see. Yeah. And also knowing that like we're the good guys. We're the ones Mm -hmm. that are, we're the helpers, right? Like Mr. Rogers said, I was looking for the helpers, Mm -hmm. we're the helpers. So that lightens it up a little bit sometimes. Yes. And your son really is a delight. He is just the cutest and so much joy in his little life. I love it so much. He is very joy-filled child. Yes, he is. He's great. Um, Okay. Well, we are here today to introduce something that's really new to me too. So I'm trying something new for the first time this year and Ruth and I are doing it together along with another friend. And so we thought we would invite the rest of you to try it along with us. So this time we are going to talk about intention words. So this practice is like setting one word for the year as something that you're sort of aiming for. Um, Ruth, how else would you describe this new practice that we are uh, checking out for the first time? I would say it's kind of like a theme for the Mm -hmm. year. Yeah. Or as long as you remember or as long as you choose to continue Uh it. (laughs) Kind of a word to guide how you want to be and the choices that you want to make Mm -hmm. moving Mm -hmm. forward and into the new year. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like something that you can set ahead of you to help you stay focused or motivated and how to like be intentional about those things in hopefully every area Mm -hmm. of life. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think it'll be pretty fun. I probably, this will not be new to a lot of our listeners, but this is the first time I've ever done it. 
I heard about it from our friend Anya on this podcast. The podcast is called Happier with Gretchen Rubin. It's episode 458. And they have been doing this practice for quite a while, choosing one word theme for the year. And so we listened to that and it was it was really interesting. So we were given a challenge by our friend Anya, who you listeners may remember from the episode Delight, the very first one. And so the three of us are trying this together this year. So Ruth, what made you interested? Like, why did you want to try? Um, I always like to try new things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, I mean, you and I have talked about this along with Anya too, kind of that feeling of um, who... I'll never be my old self again. So who's my next self? Who am Mm, I growing into? Who am I going to be next? Yeah. And setting an intention for who that person is, how -hmm. they move through the world, the choices they make, that kind of a Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. I really like that idea. We've, we've been talking this last couple months about um, befriending all of our old selves and thanking them for the parts that they played in our story. And now, um, that's that same kind of idea to turn toward the future and who is this new person whose life I'm stepping into and how do I want to, how do I want to be as that person? So yeah, I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be super fun. Um, So let's talk about like how somebody might go about choosing their word for the year. Well, there's always the words in a hat and pull one out method. Mm -hmm. There's that. Yeah. There is that. You could choose what's something that you're doing well already that you want to continue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like building on a theme that you're already nurturing, cultivating something in your life. Mm-hmm. Or I did that and it went great. I'm going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. You can make, like I said, make choices to move in a new direction or to reinvent yourself. Yeah. So for thinking about like things that we want to build into our lives for the next year. So that could be something we either want to turn away from Mm -hmm. and then move towards this new direction. So it could be about, you know, realignment or something or something that we want to eliminate that's been holding us back. So that, and then to think about, I like to frame things in the positive as much as possible. So rather than only moving away from something, like what is it that I want to move toward? Yeah. And so even if it's like, I want to cut this old habit out of my life or something like what would be the positive manifestation of that thing? And that's probably the word I would want to choose because I think moving towards something always gives me more energy than running away from something else. Right. Yeah. 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 So like the beginning of the year, I think is a great time to do something like this because it's all, everybody's talking about these new intentions and new habits and new resolutions and things like that. But rather than having it be like, I'm going to just do this one thing. This word feels like it it could blossom. There could be, there's a lot of room within a word, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of different definitions or interpretations or ways to live into this one word. So I think it's going to be pretty fun to choose something and then have it burgeon bigger and bigger throughout the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that they talked about on um, the podcast that we listened to was picking a word that has like multiple meanings to it yeah, and different ways yeah. to interpret it. And I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were some of the examples from that podcast? I'm trying to remember. I should have re-listened to it. Should have re-listened to it. Maybe we could re-listen to it. and We could. I don't know. This. <laughs> Maybe. So I'll remember, I remember 
the word lighter specifically because mm. that was going to be the word that I was going to maybe pick. Okay. And she talked about um, it can mean like a room that is brighter. Yeah. It could be something that is less heavy. Yes. It can also be the thing that you use to light a candle or a fire with. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a spark, some sort of ignition. Like a spark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a perfect example. So yeah, there's lots of ways that you could interpret that and that it could it could pull you in multiple directions, but under the same umbrella of that one mm-hmm. word. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Also, what do you think about having more than one word? Like maybe one word for um, your work life, one word for personal life or like your health or something like that. So initially I'm opposed and I'll tell you okay. why. Great. I think that you should be the same person no matter where you are. Ooh, Ruth. Yep. Okay. Be be where your feet are uh-huh. and be you where your feet are. Yes. That's... So whatever you're doing at home, whatever you're doing at work, whatever you're doing about your health, I think it needs to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And I can hear an argument same. for that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What yeah. about you? What's your thought? Well, you know how I love options and I don't like to ever <laughs> narrow myself down to only one thing. <laughs> um, again, I'm Enneagram 7. I want variety and freedom and don't block me in. So I have a, I think a, I would always prefer to not be locked down into one thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I like the idea that there are no rules to this game and I can do whatever mm-hmm. I want. But I do think that it would be an interesting creative exercise to try to choose one word that would encompass all of that. Um, I really appreciate what you just said. We should try to have integrity and be the same person everywhere we go. (laughs) Totally true. Um, But also, I think there's a way to probably do that. Like, you can have a lot of freedom within a constraint, I have found. And Mm. there's something that's really good about creating restraint for yourself because so I heard somebody say this one time and it's really stuck with me, this like idea of a river that when it's within its banks, it is this really life-giving force and communities spring up around it and it can be used for trade and recreation. And, you know, there's just a lot of goodness when the river is where it belongs. Mm -hmm. But I live in a city where there are three rivers and sometimes they overflow and then it's a disaster, right? Mm-hmm. Like a river that doesn't stay where it belongs ends up being really destructive and everything gets wiped away and there's like things can get stagnant and gross and mm-hmm. dead. So um, that image has been helpful for me to think about that it's not like that limitations are not a bad thing, that there can right. still be a ton of freedom and movement within one thing. So I think I, uh, you've convinced me that really? one word, one really? word is going to be good. And I can still have different definitions of the word. Like you were saying with lighter, there's multiple ways you can look at that. But having one word, I think is going to be a good practice. I have further argument if you All still right. want to hear it. I okay. do. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you said you talked about different areas of our lives, right? Like mm-hmm. work and home and your health and maybe parenting for some people or Mm -hmm. caring for other things but like it's a venn diagram right there's areas Mm -hmm. where it intersects so then what's the word that goes in the intersecting space is there a whole new word there yeah yeah so there's like one thing you can turn and it will make a lot of things move like different cogs in the wheel Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so you need just the one word otherwise it's too confusing because you have to stop and say wait 
is this work or is this home or is this mm-hmm. relationship? Is this health? Mm-hmm. What's my word here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So one word mm-hmm. and we have to work to make the connections to the different things. Yes. Yeah. All right. Great. Well, what do you think, what do you hope that it will be like, or what do you hope that it will do for you to have a word as your intention for the year? Um, I hope that it can be a guide to remind me where I'm trying to go. What am I trying to do? What am I trying to move Mm -hmm. towards? What do I want to see more of in my life? Mm -hmm. And then remind me, oh, this is a chance to make a decision to have more of this, to move towards that, to have less of that. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that too. I hope that it's like clarifying in the sense of like when I'm making decisions, like, is this going to bring me more of that word or not? Like a colander almost, like things that get mm-hmm. through are things that are in line with that intention. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't do that, then it's not for me this year. I think that will be an interesting yeah. way of making decisions as I go through the year. Yeah. And I'm really glad that we're doing it together too, because I know about myself. I need accountability. I need other people to do it with me. Mm -hmm. Um, Having partners or friends to go along with me makes everything more fun, more engaging, and it's way more likely that I'm going to keep doing it. So I'm really glad that we're, we're willing to do this together and to talk about it, to share our words, maybe to check in periodically throughout the year. Um, So I think it's going to make it a lot better to be able to do it together. I agree. And I, I'm looking forward to not just seeing how I move in different directions, but I want to see where you go, Kat. I want to see yeah. where Anya goes. I want to see yeah. like, what does your word bring into your life? Mm-hmm. And when we get to 2025 and we look back, what's, I'm excited to see what we see. Yeah, me too. I think it's going to be super fun. Yeah. So there's another part of this that I think that we should talk about here that I mentioned in the episode that we listened to. It was about coming up with some sort of image or symbol Mm -hmm. that goes along with the word. So um, let's just explain that a little bit. What do you remember about that? So I remember um, they talked about kind of having, we could call it an artifact, like an object or a symbol Mm -hmm. that reminds you of what your word is. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember exactly what they said on the podcast, but my takeaway <laughs> from mm-hmm. it was. That's you what should, I care about anyway. Right. It's like, oh, I want to put something like on my keychain, or I want yeah. like a little thingy to put on my desk so that I can see it, look at it and remember mm-hmm. like, oh, this is the word. This is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a physical representation mm-hmm. of the word that you're choosing, something that will help you remember because otherwise I, you know, you make these resolutions in January and I think all the research has most people forgotten about it by Valentine's Day. Like it's just not something that we have easy time sticking with. But if we can have a physical reminder somewhere in our space that we come to, I love the keychain idea because then it's literally like every time you leave your house, you remember. Mm -hmm. So that'd be great. Um, And also doing it together, sharing those things. I think those are ways that we can amplify the chances that we're actually going to follow through with this thing. So yeah, I'm here for it. So we're, we've been talking about trying to come up with our words for the year. And I have some thoughts. I'm curious if you have some thoughts too. And Mm -hmm. I thought that I needed to have this done like by New Year's Day. And I don't have it done yet. And I think (gasps) that I know, I know, failure. 
Um, I'm choosing no. to reframe that for myself. That it's okay. This is a a process of discovering, and it's gonna become clear over these next couple of weeks as I'm thinking about it and talking to you guys about this. Um, maybe even some people from our listeners will have some insight and it'll be helpful to have a broader conversation about this kind of thing. Yeah. So if you don't have a word yet, even though it's the first week of January, I think that's okay. And so I'm going to invite all my listeners into this process with me as I try to figure out what my word is going to be for the year. But right now I thought we could just kind of toss around what, what thoughts do you have on what your word might be for this year? So the first word that I thought of when I was listening to that podcast was the word lighter. Yeah. And then the woman on the podcast said that that was her word. And I was like, crap, now it can't be my word. I don't know if that's true. But yeah, well, you did. She just took it. Right, right. Yeah. Or we we landed in the same spot, right? We both took meandering paths. Anyway, um, so... In kind of thinking through that, my very first thought was like, okay, what's going to be like my object or my artifact? Like what's going to be my thing? Mm -hmm. And I can't find a thing that I like. Mm. So that's like, "Mm." yeah, it's kind of a con for that word. Right. Though it is only at the time of this recording, January 4th. We're four days late. (laughs) We're not. We're going to remove that recommend or that. um, What's the word I'm thinking of? Requirement. Okay. Okay, we're going to yeah, give ourselves taking off some the grace. Yep. Also, you can do this anytime. If you, you listen sure to this in March, yeah, do it. You still do it can now. do it. It's okay. Yeah, that's doesn't right. doesn't matter. There are no rules. There's no rules. No. Okay, so lighter. And I'm curious to hear more about what sorts of, what lighter means to you. Like, what are the different aspects of that word mm-hmm. that are appealing to you for 2024? So, I think... The first thing I think of is like a physical sensation in my body. Mm. Like I don't want to feel like bogged down and weighed down. I mean, I talked about kind of my history, my experience with trauma. And -hmm. you said the word heavy. It feels very heavy sometimes. And I don't want to feel so heavy all the time. I want to feel lighter. Yeah. I also thought about um, in terms of like health and well-being, like Mm -hmm. not necessarily in terms of losing weight. But what if Mm -hmm. I felt like lighter on my feet? What if I felt like I could be more active and I could move around Mm -hmm. more and I wasn't like stuck in a chair all day? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I also thought about lighter in the sense of like things being brighter, like turn on a light, open a curtain, like that kind of Mm -hmm. a thing, which Mm -hmm. doesn't super work in the Midwest in January. But you need to go somewhere where there's sun. Right. Yeah. So those are some of the like images that came to mind when I thought about lighter. Yeah. Nice. So you think that's probably going to be your word? So I have another contender, which is brighter. Okay. Let's hear about that. It's very similar mm-hmm. in many but ways. Different. But different. Yep. Yeah. Similar, but different. Yeah. Um, I think of like a bright outlook, like being yes. more hopeful and optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, not just moving towards brightness, but away from darkness. So thinking mm-hmm. of like habits that I don't want to continue or like, I don't want to do that stuff anymore, or I need to get rid of that. Those Mm -hmm. kinds of thoughts of like moving towards brightness. Um, I think of like a sunny disposition, like somebody who just has like a brighter mood. Mm -hmm. I think that that's a nice thing to have, right? To be in the Mm -hmm. world. Yeah. I think so. 
And I also feel like it'll be easier to find a doodad for brighter than for lighter. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, I will be curious to see what comes to you. Mm -hmm. Yes. What do you got kicking around? Yeah. I have been thinking about two versions of the same word, um, like reveal and revelation. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not sure which one of those is going to grab me more. Um, But the idea of just like these last couple of years, I feel like there have been things building or maybe growing under the surface and that I'm looking forward to having them revealed this year. So Mm -hmm. um, new things I've been learning and new experiences I've been having that I would like to see continue to come like out of hiding or into the light. So I've been thinking about that. Um, Also, I've been in this practice of trying to be more um, more comfortable letting like speaking about things that I care about. So I have had experiences in my life where I've like zipped my lip because I was afraid of what somebody might say or what they might think about what I believe, what I've said, what I've done. And I am thinking more about like letting myself be seen more. Mm-hmm. Um, this podcast I think is part of that, like just to say what I think and put it on the internet is a risk. Um, But it has been a really good experience for me. And it's something that I want to keep doing. So to let more of myself be revealed um, is something that I am considering like that would be that would be fun to do, even though it's scary. Um, And then also, I've had these, like, I really want to figure out, like, am I doing the thing that I'm made for? You know, Mm. like I want to do something important with my life. And particularly, I want to figure out how I'm supposed to do that. I want to empower women. I want to feel like I'm doing something to make more space for women, for women to feel free and to be empowered to do the things that they want to do. And so I want to I've been learning about this for years. I've been practicing these things for years in some ways, but I want to see more of that like come to fruition. Mm. So those are some of the, the things that I'm thinking about. And I have absolutely no idea what image would go with that. I'm thinking I about, was like, going to ask. Yeah, so, I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, maybe like a, a light, you know, that like you can turn on and it starts to reveal more of what was in darkness is something. Mm -hmm. Um, I also keep getting this image of um, like a magician, like pulling a cloth over a cage, you know, taking that off like, oh, what's in there? Mm -hmm. Um, So something like that maybe, but I'm not sure what that would be. And I might still change my mind on my word entirely. But these are the things that I'm thinking about having more revelation. Did you Google it? I did Google it. Yes. Google images? Oh no, I didn't Google image. No, I was looking up um because I think one of the one of the good things to do when one of these words comes to you that you're considering is like look up the definition and oh. see if there is like more to the like ways it's used than you might be first thinking of. So there's more more aspects of a definition. Then actually there was another one, another aspect that I didn't mention just now. Often people use the word revelation, like some sort of divine revelation, that Mm -hmm. something is being revealed to you. And that's appealing to me as well. Um, If you listen to the episode about the Cathy's last week, I was talking a lot about the 
um, the books I've been reading around gender and spirituality and the ways that God might reveal herself, I'll say, Mm -hmm. to women in a different way. And so there's something that's interesting to me about that as well, like this kind of revelation of a new part of the divine that I I didn't experience before. Mm. Uh, That feels appealing to me too. So that came out when I was looking up the definition of the word. Um, You can also look at like etymology, where did it come from? Mm -hmm. Um, What other places has this been used? So yeah, those are some... I think of that. That's a really good idea. Yeah. But Google image search is a good idea too to figure don't. out what I just don't. Did it. don't. Oh, <laughs> that's true. With this particular word, I wonder what else might come up in that. But it's a um, lot of artists' renderings. Okay. Of book of the Bible. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not exactly what I was hoping for, but no. Um, yeah. I mean, no, it's not disturbing, but it's like, oh, that doesn't go on a keychain. So no, probably not. Though you know, one other thing that's just coming to mind right now, I've always loved looking at clouds and Mm. like the way that clouds are in the sky but they that feels connected to it too something that's been shrouded and then might shift um in fact a couple of nights ago i was i woke up in the middle of the night and i happened to look out the window and it was a full moon and the the moon was covered in clouds and all of a sudden they just spread and the full moon peaked out like right there and then got clouded over again and I was just like ah that was just a little moment of glory and beauty for me which was wonderful so I wonder maybe I'll end up with something like that what's the opposite of shroud hmm like unveil maybe unshroud unshroud thanks (laughs) a shroud is a burial garment oh pass something that covers screens or guards hmm so the opposite of those things i'm looking toward being less guarded and less hidden mm-hmm. yeah another word is obscure like mm-hmm. to obscure something mm-hmm. mm. yeah i would like things to be more clear yeah so i'm going to keep thinking about it and maybe i'll do some journaling some more conversation and see what comes to me. But I'm excited about the possibility for what that word might lead me to this year. Any other thoughts that you would like to share with the people about this practice? Um, I have a quote. Great. Let's hear it. I don't know who to credit it to. It's just a random quote that came up on my Pinterest feed, but I like it. Okay. Great. You can rise up from anything. You can completely recreate yourself. Nothing is permanent. You're not stuck. Mm. You have choices. You can think new thoughts. You can learn something new. You can create new habits. Mm. All that matters is that you decide today and never look back. Which I don't like that last part because you got to look back. Right. Like you're not going that way, but if you forget all of the things behind you, then you're just going to go in a circle. Yeah, you're right. But all the rest of that part, totally here for. Do you think it will be hard? Yes. Do you see challenges? Yeah, I'm sure there will be. Um, Chief among them is that I will just forget because that is my tendency. Um, Also, I know I 
I stick with things that I find exciting until I no longer find them exciting. And that is one of the, my Achilles heel that I'm working on mm-hmm. getting past in my life. So, um, yeah, I think it's definitely possible that I will not come to the end of the year having finished, but I would like to do so. So I'm going to invite some people to come with me and that's going to help. I hope so. Yeah. What challenges do you think you might have? I think similar to what you said, just kind of like forgetting mm-hmm. or like it's fun until it's not like once the dopamine runs out, it's like, eh, yeah, where's the next dopamine thing? Mm-hmm. But I think that's why it's helpful to do it with like a partner or a group of friends to kind of yeah. remind each other. Yeah. I think like, what if I get to like April? I'm like, oh, I wish I'd pick a different word. Mm. And what? And I guess you could pick a different word. That's fine. Yes, I suppose you could. Again, there are no rules. (laughs) Or maybe just redefine your word. Yeah. Yeah. I think, especially with the word I'm thinking I'm going to be picking, Mm -hmm. revelation, like there might be new meanings revealed as I go. And so I could always add in those things and lean into maybe a different aspect of it for a different season of the year. And that could keep it fresh for me. So here's an idea I have. Do you want to hear it? I do. So what if we start a Google photo album Mm -hmm. and we share it with each other Mm -hmm. and every time you see something that makes you think of your word, you put it in the album. And every time I see something that makes me think of my word, I put it in the album and we just share it. Great idea. See each other's things. Yeah. This practice I'm totally here for. It reminds me a lot of my practicing delight and Mm -hmm. texting photos to each other. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be an easy thing to do. And would also be really cool to have at the end of the year to look back and have all the photos of things that connected to that image throughout the year. So, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Plus, there's the notifications. So you can't forget. That's right. You can't forget. And every time you do it, that will remind me to do it. Right. Great. I'm here for it. I think that's super helpful. And it's inspiring this time of year. There's a lot of energy around that, like the reinvention of yourself, the recommitment to things that you care about. Um, I think in this process, thinking about things that are really important to you and what you want to look back at your life and see, and then to drive toward that, like that is what I want to be about. So I think this practice will be super fun and engaging and supportive and helpful. So I'm going to try it. And I think you all should do it too. All right. Well, at the end of every episode, you know, uh, what I like to do is ask my guests about something that's bringing them delight these days. So Ruth, what is bringing you joy? Well, Catherine, I'll tell you. Please do. Does it have to be joy or can it be delight? Oh, either one. Delight. Yeah. So I have revisited the entire Counting Crows anthology. Ruth. And it is my, I can't even tell you, Kat. It's like 1998 through 2010 again. Amazing. Amazing. In my brain, in my body. I'm like remembering the cars we used to drive, the people we used to hang out with. Yes. Our apartment. Our apartment, the like angsty stuff. Yes. The parties, the good times, the bad times. 
just all of it comes flooding back. Yeah. And then I'm also like, oh, but like some of this stuff, like it still feels like it's still happening. Like this is what I just, I love it. I want to look that up again. So definitely August and everything after. Yes. Yeah. And that double live album. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just the word MTV. That's in the title. <laughs> yeah. That was a yep. thing. Remember that? Yeah, it was a thing. Is it still? It's not what it used to be. Now I think it's just like reality TV. Yeah. So just Um, delight. I'm delighted with that right now. Yes. I'm going to go do that right after this. I'm going to turn it on. Um, I have a good one today too. I, so my husband gave me just the most thoughtful gifts for Christmas. He was, he really nailed it. And there's one that is making me very happy. I just hung up. He got me these sun catchers that I hung in the window in my office and they are like turning the entire attic office space into this beautiful like prism. It's just sparkly rainbows everywhere. I love it so much. I just keep on like hitting them so that they flicker everywhere and it's Uh just making me feel like I'm living in like Rainbow Road on Mario Kart. It's amazing. (laughs) So absolutely delightful. Really perfect. It's great. That's amazing. Yep. Just a little more beauty and prisms in my my office. Makes me happy up here. I love that. Yes. So that's a good delight for today. Well, I guess that brings us to the end. So thank you so much for being here, Ruth. It was wonderful to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm glad I could participate this time. Thanks, Ruth. Thank you. So what do you think? Do you want to try this practice with me? I think it's going to be really fun. So let me know what word you're choosing to give shape to 2024. Send me an email at yougottatrythispodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment on our Instagram page. Remember to follow the show wherever you're listening and leave us a rating and a review. And as always, I love to hear what's bringing you delight these days. Thanks to Ruth for being here today, to Anya for inviting us to try this, and to Belle for putting this episode together. And as always, thanks to you for listening. Hope to hear from you soon. Bye.